0: Motherfuckers. Welcome to Another Bridge Podcast. Just a couple of dudes shooting the shit on the internets. The ringleaders of this piece of shit podcast are Mr. Ryan Alou. You, you. can find him on Twitter at Boogaloo. And myself, Hunter Smith. You can find me on the internets at ChiefYooHoo. Chief underscore YooHoo. You can find all our shitty takes on Twitter and you can follow our crap podcast at utb underscore pod as well as keep up to date with anything we have going on twitter polls shit like that let us know if you want to be on hit the dms all that fun shit suggestions for segments are always welcome as well that's it
1: so this week we have a very special guest coming to us all the way from uh the past in seattle washington he's three hours in the past so uh, basically a time traveler it's dang moldy aka dang old Mulvey, aka dan Mulvey. twitter handle at dang old dan Mulvey with an i is that the i
0: no to be there? no that's uh no. that's a typo I just, just dang old
1: Mo- dan Mulvey. and uh so dan how you doing what's up
0: good
2: good how you guys doing yeah out here in seattle another gloomy day
0: of course surprise surprise yeah <laughs> i'm yeah, just definitely. excited that this whole episode is a spoiler alert because you are three hours and behind us
1: yeah 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 everything, everything i say to we hear what's already, happening? yeah um pretty much just you know the normal shit someone probably tweeted about something weird and people are freaking out about it but
0: yeah for sure overreacted
1: that's just the, always the future
0: so that brings us right into this week's discussions. We have, first up, our headlines, and we're going to get right into it with uh, the Snapchat update, which, in my opinion, has rendered the app fucking worthless. Agreed. Uh, they literally were like, hey, all that shit you liked, we're going to fuck with it, put it all on one screen, and make it not in order. So no one's going to ever use it again.
1: Yeah, I, I literally have no idea how to use it like i actually don't know how to use it i try to find people's shit and i can't so i, I yeah I'm, I'm counseling to snapchat
2: there's so many people i have on my snapchat that i blatantly avoid seeing what they're doing in their lives and i feel like it's trying to force that in my face <laughs> you know i really i really pick uh i really try and pick and stay away from that but
1: I, what i really don't like is where the old stories used to be it's like now it's mixed all the like it's all the ads. Semi, yeah, it's all the ads mixed in with like the semi-famous people that I follow. So it's like I I'm just watching a bunch of shit that I don't care about.
0: Yeah, because like I like watching barstools, uh, Snapchat. Yeah. I like watching other shit like that. That like semi-kind of famous people's, and then they, it's all mixed in with those ads and news stories and shit. I don't want to see that. I want all my fucking stories back on the shit I follow. I don't want to have to watch that other stuff. I understand they want it because they want you to fucking watch all those ads and make the money. Right. But, uh, this shit sucks now. And the amount of people that, at least on my Snapchat feed, who actually use it still has come to fucking zero. Yeah. Literally, like, earlier tonight I read, uh, I think it was Kylie, uh, Kendall Jenner tweeted, like, does anyone even use Snapchat anymore? Which is, like, the fucking, (laughs) that is the death wish for snapchat like nailed the coffin
1: yeah i mean it just made instagram stories that much better because now because instagram stories are laid out how the old snapchat was where it's just
0: all in a row yeah because before i was like why does instagram stories exist now that chaps snapchat sucks it's like oh instagram stories forever
2: yeah definitely they made that move at the exact right time that's definitely where i'm, yeah. where I'm going with my stories from now on
1: <laughs> but the, the thing about snapchat and the reason why it'll always be around is because of dick pics because that's yeah. where you can yeah. go to send dick pics and get nudes and all that shit like that's it just, what it's for yeah it's
2: so, so it it essentially become uh, what everyone thought it was at first just right. to send send nudes and so yeah. now it's it's going to be that again which yep. which is which is fair enough i mean yeah it's 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 useful for sure. like You got to
0: do what you got to do to see the boobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> boobs are cool. Boobs, sponsor the pod.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, like, now you go on Snapchat and you're watching stories and you see, like, they have stories for, like, people going to see the Black Panther. I really don't care to see who's going to see the Black Panther mixed in with the shit I want to see. But, I mean, the, speaking of the Black Panther, right now it's the biggest... <laughs> Sick
0: alley oop to yourself, douchebag!
1: <laughs> off the off the back of the glass, T Mac in this bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, That's the greatest. Highest is it officially the highest grossing Marvel movie opening uh, weekend? Marvel sure. movie,
0: yeah, at um, least the biggest opening. I don't know if it's the most grossing, yeah. but it's the biggest opening.
1: Crazy, crazy hype! Ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomato. Uh, I went and saw it last night. Um. I think it, I thought it was a good movie. I think for me, it's a top five like Marvel movie, but it's not a ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomato good. The soundtrack, which is incredible, they don't really utilize it very well, which is probably on purpose. A lot of the music's like in the background noise kind of thing. It's not like the center fo- focus of it. Which for me, I love when action movies do like those crazy fight scenes with the music going on. Yeah, the nuts montage and fight scenes. Everything's all kind of uh, like choreographed to the music. Um, but the story's really good. It's, it's a good movie. It's just not a hundred percent on Rotten Tomato. Good.
0: Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but everything I've seen the visuals from it, I've looked at a lot of the costume design. I think it's super dope as far as soundtrack goes. In my opinion, uh, unofficial soundtrack is doper than the official soundtrack. The music inspired by Black Panther or whatever the fuck the TDE right. Kendrick album. I bang that every day yeah. it also has one of the coolest fucking album covers just the all black with the old school fucking necklace Yeah, love that
1: yeah Michael B. Jordan it is phenomenal in the movie. Him him and the main guy, I can't remember. Is it Chadwick Boseman? Is that who plays him? Yeah,
0: Chadwick Boseman.
1: They both do an incredible job. So does like the supporting cast really well. The casting is really well done, but it kind of fell into the same trap that a lot of superhero movies have been falling into where they rush the plot along so fast, even though it's already a two-hour and 15-minute movie. It feels like they go from A to C and just skip over B. Um and eh, they're kind of missing the lore of the older Marvel movies that kind of took a little bit longer to build up. But that's just one guy's opinion.
0: Yeah, I I think that's honestly because they decided, like, everyone bitches about the origin movie, so we're going to pump through the origin in the first quarter of a movie so we can get to an actual story. Because well, it,
1: But this isn't even an origin movie because they already introduced the Black Panther. So, like, this one is just kind of, like, what happens right after his dad dies. So the main plot of the movie is people sticking. It still
0: is a little bit of an I mean, origin. A little it,
1: it's not a classic origin movie. So I yeah, guess if because you take he's it not as a an origin superhero. movie it is a lot better than most origin movies. Because it's not yeah, that, be- it's never him as a normal person. He's never a normal person. He's from the beginning of the movie he is Black Panther.
0: But that's yeah, a fair do- cutoff. He doesn't really he doesn't have superpowers, does he? Is he, he, he does. Okay, I always just thought he was like a African Bruce Wayne Batman
1: type. No, the... Uh, yeah, no, we
0: saw him get his powers in that
2: one movie, right? Uh, yeah. Which one was that? Civil War? No. Civil
1: War, yeah. So the yeah. Black Panther in the comics and in this movie, they drink from this herb, and it gives them super strength, super reflexes, all this stuff. So he's ah. he's not like on the level of like Superman in terms of strong without his, stu- without his stuff, but he's heightened more than the normal person.
0: Gotcha. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, learn something new every day.
1: I mean overall it's definitely worth definitely worth seeing. It's
0: Oh it's yeah. A, visually been, it's a great movie. Yeah. All that fun stuff. Pl- planning on see it. I'm just a fucking bum. Uh, yesterday I slept 12 hours after work. Uh Hell yeah. 'Cause I didn't go to sleep till late and had to work at like I uh, had to be in at five thirty, we we're doing like a product development run. So I like left it two, hung out, it was super nice, fucking drank beer on my back porch, went and skated for a little bit, and then uh slept from six to nine on my couch and then nine to six in my bed. So there overall, great night. great night for me. <laughs> yeah so next up we have we'll do our little bit of sports we talk about not much going on right now um i guess kind of the biggest thing is actually not on this, but i just thought about it we had the big calves trade fucking blew up the nba mm. decided to get much younger and faster and not old and hurt which i'm all about and i think more teams should do that
1: yeah, that was a pretty. I mean, that cleared house. I was kind of surprised J.R. didn't go, but I guess he was.
0: No one talks. wants him. That's the issue.
1: Yeah, he was in talks with the uh, DeAndre Jordan trade that didn't go through. Um, but I mean, they look a lot better. I don't know. I'm not the biggest basketball fan in the world, so I'm very much just. I like it. The scores and that's it.
0: They traded. Um, they essentially traded old guys for young guys that have either been passed up on before or were kind of six-man or rotational guys who just needed a chance to play, which I'm all about trying to give those guys a shot. I think that's the one thing the Cavs missed, like a young athletic spark. And it's always nice to see it. Um, what else is going on? Since it is kind of the dead season, especially in the NFL, it's officially mock draft season. I talked about it last Drafts. week on the Give Me More um, it's mock draft season. We got the combine coming next week. All about it. Uh, my texts with Ryan McMillan are literally just screenshots of mock drafts back and forth to each other. <laughs> I saw like, Josh fi-
1: Allen right now is projected number one overall to the Brownies.
0: Uh, depending on what mock draft you look at, the yes. The only one that
1: matters Mel Kiper Jr. No, senior, that's the, whatever the fuck
0: literally the fucking worst thing. <laughs> if I'm the Browns, what I do is I sign uh aj mccarron to you're gonna have to pay him yeah that's the thing people you won't have to pay him, him as saying, much as oh Kirk you're gonna though. have to overpay him oh you're gonna have to overpay him. yeah but look at what the fucking eagles are paying 13 million dollars to fucking fools for backup job one of a super bowl i can live with it pay the guy Obviously, not gonna pay him as much as cousins i'm okay with that you're not gonna pay him as much as bridgewater all those guys are proven um You might be able to pay him about the same as Keenum, maybe even a little less. You get him in there on a two-year, three-year transitional deal. You draft Baker Mayfield, number one overall. Let him fucking develop, and you take Minka Fitzpatrick, the best defensive back at safety or corner, at four, and you let it. Whatever happens next. They – Everyone I've read is like, Oh, they don't need to draft a QB. It's like not draft. A QB. They need to sign Kirk Cousins and trade away number one picker, not draft a QB. I'm like, You're fucking high. Kirk Cousins is overrated. He's gonna get paid a bunch of money and it's gonna be
1: He's gonna get the Jets are gonna pay him a bunch of money and he's still gonna not play well for the Jets.
0: Yes, true. Everyone who goes to the Jets sucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But there's you know, the real athletes of the world right now are competing in South Korea. Um snowboarding rip shredding madnar, and believe sure. it or not the u.s actually is not in first place in the medal count which i think is absurd because they have like 256 athletes and that's almost like double any of the other countries
0: we only have snow half the year though bro four months of the year
1: you can go to colorado well, and find but... snow anytime
0: Yeah, especially if you're an Olympian because they're all just rich white people competing in Winter Olympics. Everyone knows it. No one talks about it.
1: It's so funny because, like, oh, my gosh. that's what. Did you see the uh, chick that she found a loophole to get into the Olympics, the half-pipe chick? Did you see that movie?
2: I didn't. What happened?
1: So this chick, she's from America. She uh, rides under the Hungarian flag because her parents are from Hungary. She found a loophole. Supposedly yeah if you go to enough competitions like qualifying competitions then you make the olympics like if you just place which is no just matter what, yes just well, sheer number. The way,
0: the way it works is um you have to place 30 or above in so many qualifying competitions but for women's half pipe there's only 26 people in the world that even compete in it so <laughs> skiing yeah if she even goes and gets last, she's still in that top thirty. So she just made sure she went to enough to qualify to get non, uh, to get top thirty finishes that she's automatically in the Olympics. And she and literally just rode down the yeah, party. just
1: back that's and amazing. forth down the halfpipe. And the best part about it was the announcers because they didn't want to like diminish what the Olympics are, so they were like right. they were announcing it like it was a regular person. They were like, oh, that's an amazing. Uh, lift off there with a, a great landing back on down blah blah blah, and they did a really really good job of making this really crappy person
2: sound really good no, it's always great when announcers can do that uh yeah, yeah it, so she gets to go hang out in the olympic village oh yeah week, which i hear is just a huge orgy and party yeah
1: they they send like a yeah. hundred thousand condoms to it every year some sh- ridiculous shit <laughs> like that and yeah. uh, what I, I saw uh tinder uh it's gone up like 18,000% in of in people moving Dude. their location to South Korea
0: <laughs> if, that's fantastic if, if tinder's smart they fucking sponsor the condoms at the olympic village Spon- get matched up with ch- yep and- or lifestyles, whatever, and fucking sponsor yeah. that shit. Yeah, Tinder just needs to
2: roll with that that kind of just hookup game, you know? Because they got a lot of, like, legitimate competition, but they really corner the market on just straight hookups. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, so I'd really like to see them go out, go out and start promoting that, do things just like ex- promoting, like, condoms and stuff. Well, yeah.
0: I, you can... Ne- promoting safe sex is never a bad move. Right.
1: Yeah, for sure. It always looks good, and... Have you seen this? uh, Bumble's doing this new thing called Bumble Business. You can, like, no. change your profile to a business profile and you, like, swipe on companies or some shit. I don't know. I haven't looked at it yet. But it's, like, such an absurd thing to think about. I, I, I,
2: the I was thinking, demographic was 100% 27-year-old women. Literally, <laughs> literally no, there's no other demographic on there.
1: Yeah, yeah. And <sighs> It's, like, I thought about switching over and then I, like, looked at my Bumble pictures. And I'm, like, none of these are professional. I should not do that.
0: Yeah, my Bumble pictures are like me shirtless me fucking being an idiot it's like all it's all it's all fucking trolly stuff or semi-serious like none of it's like my linkedin profile
2: right yeah so i'm actually aged out of bumble as far as relationships so i've never had a bumble profile i've been in a relationship really? for three years yeah i've been living that mock yeah Girlfriend life yeah
0: ball and chain it, uh, yeah all it's all the same dating, dating all dumb. apps suck in this area. Yeah, literally, yeah. when I go to a major metropolitan area, I kill it on them. In this area, I don't have camo or a truck in mind, so I don't do well, which I can live <laughs> with.
2: Yeah. You're saying there's a limit of tens in Dover,
0: Ohio? <laughs> no, That's it's crazy. not even It's not even the fact that. I mean, I literally I don't even look. I just swipe, let's be honest. I'm not going to shit. I'm just saying in my stuff, I don't have a truck or camo so I don't get matched which I can live with that makes sense yeah
1: yeah, and then another big storyline from the Olympics was Lindsey Vonn, who this is her last Olympics. She failed to get a medal in one of her events, and she had her most recent event, um, which she got a bronze in. She gave this very emotional speech, and everybody's all, oh my gosh, how great for her, blah, blah, blah. Fuck that shit. If you're don't, if you Lindsey Vonn, ranked number one in the world in what you do, and you don't get gold at the Winter Olympics for what you do that's a loss i don't care that she meddled and this is her last one all this emotional bullshit whatever she didn't medal or she didn't get gold and that's why you're there that's why she is in the olympics is to get gold not to bring home bronze
0: yeah i'm not gonna lie if i'm an olympic athlete and i get bronze i'm gonna fucking throw it away i don't want sure. that
2: yeah like yeah, yeah it's
0: it's, that point. Yeah. it's cool i went to olympics and everything but especially an american um, athlete a Olympic bronze medal to me is the equivalent of when you go to a speedway and they ask you if you have a reward, rewards card and you tell them no and they sign you up for one and you immediately walk outside and throw it away. <laughs> yeah. that is- oh, there, they- would be,
2: there would be times the bronze medal would be it would be a, a great trophy with, with the case of the the woman in, that did the halfpipe. I mean, that would have
0: been right. cool. Nice. Oh, yeah. If she would have won a bronze medal, she's framing that. Yeah. If I'm a serious Olympic athlete, I don't give a fuck about a bronze medal.
1: Right. Yeah. And that's what Lindsey Vonn is. And I don't know. Her speech made it seem like she did the most difficult thing in the world. And I don't know. To me, it's like, come home with gold or don't talk about it.
0: Yeah. It'd be like fucking Peyton Manning or like. Like, oh, I lost in the wild card playoff game. I'm going to make a huge speech and tell you I'm retiring. Like, it doesn't. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. It's like, do you think Michael Phelps has ever kept anything other than his gold medals?
0: What even are other medals to him? Yeah, right.
1: It's the. Yeah. You're coming home with gold or you're not coming home with
0: gold. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Michael Phelps and Winter Olympics, I don't think. I know he doesn't have near the same medal count, but I think people really need to appreciate and give more uh, credit to Sean White. Dude's been going to the Winter Olympics since 2006, winning everything, coming up with new fucking tricks, doing shit no one's ever seen before. Because there's only so much shit you can do on a snowboard, let's be honest. Same thing as a skateboard. (laughs) And he comes out and does stuff that it's like, oh, shit. You've been doing this since 2006. You do the X Games every year, too, in skateboarding and most likely win gold invert. Like, Dude needs to get some more credit. You
1: know what kills me about uh, when these Olympic athletes do their tricks and all that stuff? Like, Sean White, it came down to his last run to get gold. And at the bottom of the hill, as soon as he landed, he knew he won. He started celebrating, started crying, all this stuff. I don't understand how they just instantly know, like, oh, that's a gold mother run.
0: So I actually do know shit like that because uh, I've watched. Uh, it's the same thing with skate competitions. So there's a there's this really interesting Bones Brigade uh, old school documentary about all the old guys who skate for Bones Brigade, and essentially Tony Hawkson and they get to a point where they're talking about his rival rivalry with another kind of skater, and. There's certain moves that are, like, new or, like, they're the only person that can land it. If you hit it in a run, you're guaranteed to win, essentially. So there's probably a trick he did in that run that no one else had ever done. It was a new thing, and he landed it, so it pretty much is automatic, like, you fucking win. You just did something no one else in the world can do.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then another big star out of it, uh, out of the Olympics, did you see this Red Gerard guy? 17 years old, won the uh, snowboard slope style. Fuck
0: yeah, from Cleveland, baby.
1: Yeah, he, he he dropped. He uh lost his coat the day of the event. He would showed up late to practice the day of his event, and he dropped an f bomb on live TV on the day of his event.
0: So he, it's uh, if Sam Blazer snowboarded.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then he went on uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and he was talking about his family. His family was just fucked up the whole time. They sent him. They were sending him snaps of them shotgunning beers, but right before his run. And there's literally a. a a sign that they held up saying, we're getting gerarded tonight, because apparently his cousin used to get so fucked up in college that that was just a thing that if you were going out to get fucked up, you set up going out and getting gerarded.
0: I mean, honestly, like, good for... The, that's what the Olympics should be. It should yeah. be fucking having fun. Yes. It should, it should every event should be the 16th hole uh what is it,
1: uh... Waste Management at, Open? Yeah.
0: At the Waste Management
1: Open. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like it's gotten away from that, because I feel like the last... <laughs> two summer olympics and the last winter olympics it was a lot more a lot of more the news lines were about that kind of stuff like oh this many condoms are being bought oh all this yeah. stuff's going on in the village ryan locked pretending like he got held up all this stuff at <laughs> this olympics there's not many storylines like that outside of red gerard
0: yeah i mean it's i think it has to do a lot with location too like everyone's super fucking nervous and a yeah. pussy in north in south korea which i don't blame them
1: yeah i i, I agree with that all right now we're gonna move on to our segment our first segment which is our tried and true been there since day one shut the fuck up shut the fuck up shut the fuck up shut the fuck up shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. do you know what shut
2: the fuck up me? shut our bottom bitch segment.
1: Our bottom bitch segment, exactly. Shut the fuck up segment where we get to just bitch and moan about whatever we want to bitch and moan about, get to rant a little bit about what's pissing us off in the world and and what we want people, things, whatever, just to stop talking about and move on with their lives. So, uh, Hunter, let's start it off. Uh, What's your shut the fuck up?
0: So my shut the fuck up for this week is something that hits uh, very close to home. I'm fucking sick of fake wool socks. I made the mistake of buying some last year around Christmas time. I didn't really bust them out because no, it wasn't at Christmas time. It was at like end of winter, so they're dirt cheap. Got them, didn't bust them out till this winter. Tried. I didn't realize they were like fake. They're just cotton ones that look like wool socks. They don't stay up because they have no fucking elastic in them. They offer no warmth of wool. They get super sweaty and soggy. It's like wearing a wet (laughs) dishcloth on your feet at all times. Gross. And the fact that they even exist is fucking stupid. Why would you make something that's literally fucking worthless? Just because it looks cool. I mean, that's pretty much it. It's supposed to look like a wool sock, which are more expensive to make. I get it. Yeah. I mean, like, I got them from, like, uh... I forget where I got them from, but I only paid like four bucks a piece for them. But I got a bunch of them, and I'm like, sick. Now I have 20 pairs of socks I don't want to fucking wear for anything. <laughs> so I literally just threw them all away. Malvi, you're on mute still, but I can't hear you. This has happened to me, That's happened to me two or three
2: times. And the worst, it, worst thing is when you go to grab it, it's when you actually need really warm socks for something, and you're just yep. pissed off. And you have to put them <laughs> on have these socks falling off the whole time. Uh, it's Yeah, I'd have to agree with that.
0: Yeah, literally, I grabbed a pair the other day to wear with my boots to work because it was super fucking cold. I sat there in my desk sweater all day. I, like, got home from work, and my shoes were just soggy, and my socks, like, went—were, like, down past my heel. I was like, this is fucking stupid. I hate all of this. That sounds terrible. Anyone who makes fake wool socks should fucking kill themselves. Real wool socks are the shit. Yeah, there's
1: nothing worse in the world than when your socks fall down into your shoe, like, under your heel. It's the most uncomfortable— feeling in the entire world like it gives you the heebie-jeebies when it happens it's
0: horrible the worst is too like along this lines i don't understand why dress socks are so thin and have no elastic they're worthless dress socks are fucking worthless
1: the happy socks have elastic on them
0: i don't own happy socks what is a happy socks
1: it's just a brand of dress socks that are like the modern hip got some colors and patterns and shit
0: yeah I just wear like your traditional like J Crew or fucking uh, polo dress socks and not, they're super thin they have like no fucking elastic and I hate them I hate you gotta them yeah. really you got to up your sock game.
2: That's oh, yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I mean, there's right. some great socks out there. There I'm, I'm really getting into the socks. As you get older, that's like one thing you can get excited about when you're. Are you, doing are are you a
1: fan of the uh, Happy Socks movie?
2: No, I actually I have not bought these, but I'm I, I just pulled up this link. I'm gonna buy some right now. This is, I've been yeah. looking for a consistent source of kind of funky socks.
1: If if so. there's a Nordstrom rack around you, that's the best place to buy anything accessory wise. Uh, you can buy, uh, but they have Happy Nordstrom Socks like out there. Happy Oh, can you? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, okay, yeah. I guess my thing is like, I, I I my sock game is dope. It's my it's my dress sock game that lacks. Like my regular sock game is fuego. I have good actual wool socks. I got the merino wool smart wool socks I rock all the time. I got the Calvin Klein regular socks. I got the Nike regular socks. You gotta have all the good shit. You gotta have the options. You Got the different colors, different heights, all that shit. I'm I'm stocked on those. It's the dress socks that I'm fucked on. Look at that. You're always at the peak of dad
2: fashion. I feel like, but this well, yeah, is yeah. I mean, that's my total kind of deal. Yeah. I'm
0: trying to wear <laughs> white socks with loafers and black jeans. Right. <laughs>
1: So my shut the fuck up this week. Uh, So we've been kind of uh, on a little bit of a leave of absence. We had a copyright uh, infringement thrust upon us by the Universal Music Group because we we played a new song that i illegally obtained or something like that but you know what well, the shut bad the f-
0: boys of the internet
1: now yeah shut the fuck up copyright laws we're a we're a shitty podcast on soundcloud that 25 people listen to each week like we're not making money off of your song so i, I don't even know since we're not making money and there was no download available i don't even know how they got us with copyright
2: I well think- it doesn't matter it doesn't matter anymore if it's a real law it's just the fact that they can do it with their bots it's happening on youtube too they don't care they just don't want anyone else to get they're protecting they're protecting all their like their boss creators
0: it's It's fucking 2018 too you can get anything on the internet at access you just need to accept it yeah like yeah Yeah. i saw the day i was uh, hypothetically i was uh downloading some allegedly digital video files uh that might happen to be movies to watch (laughs) and uh do you have a cody use cody allegedly on my computer there's <laughs> cody i don't have it on my fire stick allegedly but uh no i just use uh pirate bay when i hypothetically download movies but i was downloading it and uh, one of the things came up with today i saw six years punishable in jail time in sweden for illegally downloading shit on from, from On Cody or using Pirate Bay, which which is insane.
1: That is insane. That's way too much time. These movies, these people aren't losing a significant amount of money from people torrenting. Like If if they were, they'd be going after people a lot harder, and they're just not.
0: (laughs) All it says, if there's ever a black market for your product, it means that your product's A, good, and B, you're terrible at delivering it. Yeah. That's what a black market for your product so means. True. or Or th- it's Like legal. the government does. things.
1: Yeah. Now, if people are going out and selling these items and all that, for sure, go after them. But if people are just watching it at home, who gives a fuck? Like, really, right. who gives a fuck?
2: No, That's this is how I was with the, the music industry. I would always tour at uh, music until now there's, like, actual music subscriptions that yeah. I pay for. It. I would never tour at a song now yeah. because I, I
0: have yeah. legitimate ways of listening to it. Right. It'll, you know what's crazy? Uh To me, the fact that, like, because we went to college, like, we knew about Spotify, there's still people out there who, like, I know it sounds weird, but, like, didn't go to college and didn't have that, like, media connection, so I have, like, no, barely know what Spotify is and, like, don't use it, which, like, it's hard for me to wrap my head around. Like, I don't download, like, I can't tell you the last time I opened iTunes or anything like that or... Apple Music. I just use fucking Spotify for everything. Yeah, I did. And if it was something like that for movies, you, I would pay twenty dollars a month easily to be able to watch whatever TV show, whatever movie I wanted to at any time. No questions asked.
1: Yeah, but it, right now the way that all the live streaming is working is it's becoming more separated. Like there's more oh, and more yeah. appearing. The so most, if you really like wanted CBS all the content, now yeah, and like Hulu nerfage. and Netflix and YouTube Red and Amazon Prime, so if realistically if you really wanted all of that, you'd probably be paying more than if you just got.
0: Cable. Well, yeah, but oh, yeah. I'm saying if there was like a straight up Spotify right, for yeah. mo- movies and TV that was like. Even if it was like 25, I would honestly pay up to 40 bucks. I would pay 40 bucks yeah, a month for. Sure. for Whatever movie I wanted. I mean like just to watch whatever TV I wanted to watch at any time, like I would pay forty bucks a month for that, no problem.
2: It's almost worth the price to pay the same as cable because then you get all those movies and you get yeah. everything streaming. Yeah. I
0: mean there's there's still a lot more advantages. Yeah, like realistically sure. I would probably pay up like I think fifty bucks is like my hard ceiling. I would right. pay as much as cable about to do that. And I I think a lot of people would too. I'd pay more than fifty bucks right now, but yeah. Well, yeah. The movie
1: industry just, is still so caught up with the movie theater aspect of everything. Like, oh, we need to release this in theaters. If it does well, we need to leave it in theaters and mm. all that stuff until it comes out on DVDs, which nobody buys. And then it ends up on Netflix no. and all that shit. It's like yeah, I, if people if, if they could figure out a way to make the ratings in the way that movies are uh, scaled on. Compatible with live streaming, like they still haven't done with TV mm-hmm. for some fucking reason, then uh, it'll be it probably happen a lot faster.
2: Yeah, they should release movie streaming, and then we need more theaters like Alamo Drafthouse where you can have a beer and sit and eat, and people are still gonna go to the movies. Yeah, yeah I hate
1: those me. theaters, though. I hate the theaters that are a you restaurant, do? too. I fucking, I can't stand it. People are so loud in it. It's so distracting. I, I like the oh, traditional so, movie, like, so he, a, a lot of movies, like, there's a movie theater, the one I went to last night, Marcus. It's awesome. It's got the lounge chairs. It's got a bar in it. You can bring beers into it, but they mm-hmm. don't serve you when you're in there. Once you're in, you're in, which I'm, I'm a fan of that, but, like, those dine-in theaters, I just, oh, man, they piss me off.
0: I guess my thing is I hate, so, I hate, like, going to fucking movie theaters because it's old people who fucking have no clue what's going on. It's teenagers who are just trying to get hand jobs in the back and talk the whole time. <laughs> I just want to fucking sit in the dark in my living room and fucking maybe be on my phone half the movie, maybe not, and watch your movie. Like, yeah, I do have to know. say,
2: what what dumbass had movies be a social activity? Going to the movies has to be yeah. what should be the least social thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's a very personal experience. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like a private piece of art you should look at yourself. It's not like they put 50 people in front of one picture at an art museum. where are like, all right, you have to look at this for... 20 minutes, and then we're moving to the next one. Oh, and the one too- person that's good for us,
2: middle schoolers, because they don't want to—they don't want to have to talk because they're awkward as shit. That was great, right, yeah. but. Right. I'm a doll now, so I'd
1: rather just watch the movie. Yeah, and it the yeah. same thing, too. Like, you go to a theater with a group of people, and if you're not sitting next to each other, people freak out. It's like, once you're in the theater, it doesn't fucking matter where you are. You're all watching the same thing. It's not like I'm leaning over and having a conversation with you during this movie. And if you're a movie question asker, I'm going to slap you in the face anyway and want to be as far fucking away from That's you know as possible. That's, like,
0: That's why I like watching movies at someone's house. Like, the other... Like last weekend, we downloaded it at my friend's house. We lit a bunch of candles, had the weird seance vibe going. And we all watched <laughs> it. It was nice because it was like five people who had. There's like three of us who had seen it before too. That had so it was nice. You had like a conversation while the movie's going. You didn't feel distracted. You still watch it and. You can still talk to your friends. Like, if they could do, like, mini-movie theaters where you could do, like, groups of five or ten to do that, I think that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, also, oh, yeah. I, I am a big fan of movies moving into the reserve seating thing. Oh, yeah. You go online, you pick your seat, you don't have to show up to the movie. You can show up five minutes before the movie starts, and you're good. You know exactly yeah. where you're sitting.
0: If I had to fight... Old people for a movie seat? No, thank you.
1: Yeah, hard pass. Mm-hmm. Hard, hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> All right, Mulvey, what's your shut the fuck up?
2: So uh, this is of course the thing I do is I go to a poetry slam, uh, generally once a week, and that's the most Mulvey thing I've heard. <laughs> yeah, so of course that's a <laughs> thing it I do. No. I but know. half, I, I gotta say, half the poets up there are transgender people complaining about people in their life using the wrong pronouns and so i just gotta say I, you know i'm totally in support of your lifestyle i think you do you but the fact is i got way too much going in, on in my life to worry about what pronoun to call you and i'm just gonna i'm gonna do my best but if i mess up it that was it's 2018 most people don't care that was a genuine mistake right uh, Yeah. so and, and 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 i feel like you're just creating angst at that point for no good reason hmm yeah, I'm totally in support
1: of what you're I actually, well, a buddy of mine, Andrew Strayer, uh, he knew a couple, it was either a couple or like a brother and sister that uh, identified as non- non-binary. So they weren't necessarily transgender in the fact that they thought they were something else. They just didn't want to be identified as anything. So they wanted to use the pronouns it, uh, that kind of stuff. And I asked him, I was like, so did they get upset? He said, no, because nobody else does that. So if you call him him or her, then they don't get offended, which is how it should be because as a yeah. normal person, if I'm looking at you and you look a certain way, my mind is just going to automatically associate you with those pronouns. And if you look at me and say, hey, I want to be identified as this, sure, fine, whatever. But if you get all pissed off and start going on a rampage about it, then you're just the worst person in the world.
0: You can't expect someone to automatically know something about you that you haven't told them. Exactly. That's not how yeah. this works. No. Yeah. The,
2: the, yeah. 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 What, one lady actually spells her name M X, and so when some whenever they announce her as M X, she gets pissed off every time because it's supposed to be mix. It's like you're just you're you're trying to have people fail at that point. Put the yeah. I between the yeah. M X. that Point. Put mix. I, I'm gonna read that right every time.
1: She's a troll. Is what she is because she's looking yeah. for people to get triggered and she's looking for
0: a reason a for her troll. to go off. Right. right. Are, not like not we're like good, we're we're good trolls. <laughs>
2: Precisely.
1: (laughs) Only good trolls on the Under the Bridge podcast.
0: Yeah. So, uh, well, that brings us then to our second part of this coin. We have the flip side. Tell me more.
2: Tell me more. Well, that is very interesting. Please tell me more. Tell me more.
0: Tell me more. while we talk about all the stuff we need more of in our lives, so Ryan, let's hear what you got.
1: Uh, so my tell me more is uh, no not having hangovers for the next uh, I don't know twenty eight days. No, a lot more than that. Thirty. Si- I gave up alcohol for Lent, so basically, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts because I don't. I already know I'm gonna have one day because I already have concert tickets um, but I'm, I'm not going to be hung over on the weekend anymore which I'm very excited about because two weekends ago was my little brother's 21st birthday and I went up to Toledo and uh, uh, I was in rare form I blacked out real hard and I guess I was just running all over the place, trying grinding with girls and just fucking slapping people in the face and being being Rhino Lou. So I woke up the next morning, felt like absolute death. So I'm very, very, very excited not to be hung over until Oscar,
2: no, Yeah. I'm with you, man. I've uh, I, I I'm like 2,000 miles away from like the closest person I really know, other than my family. So I don't drink that much anymore, and I've just been working a ton. I, man, it it feels good, and I, you know, Washington has its own perks, so right, I don't right. like have to worry yeah. about it as much. Yeah, right. And uh, you know what, man? I, it's it's felt really <coughs> good. <laughs> I've I, I felt great actually. I, I I've been saying, tell me more about that a little bit. I know when I go back, I'm gonna have to drink a little more. But I'm yeah, I'm a good I'm a good 30 days away from my last drink. And yeah, it's good.
1: And I know I'm. I, I'm still. I still want to go like out with people. Definitely. Um, so I'm gonna have to figure that one out. I'm probably gonna be that nerd that gets like, oh, I just want club soda <laughs> with a little uh, lime.
0: Right. <laughs> on the, on the <laughs> f- yeah. Yeah. You could. Yeah. Definitely. On the flip side of that, uh, two weekends ago, I woke up and threw up my Denny's. I ate at 3:30 in the morning, <laughs> and then last weekend I was in Athens. Uh, I made oh, a yeah. mistake before. Oh, I don't know if it was a mistake. So I was like, yeah, I'm old now, so like I gotta either take a nap or I gotta have some stimulants to stay up late to keep drinking, so I decided to take a five hour energy extra strength at like eight thirty and holy fuck did that fuck me up more than anything I've done <laughs> <this> <laughs> the longest time. Uh, that's <laughs> I fantastic. Like I just that's blew good. four lines of coke for roughly <laughs> four hours <laughs> so it was like it was that feeling for way too long yeah and it was like probably twelve thirty at cat's eye when it finally wore off it's like oh i feel normal now This, sweet
1: how was did you, i mean when you came down was it just like instant crash or were you still good
0: no go? i just like i didn't feel like i was fucking it's like in the fucking before. <laughs> right so before that, I was just like, you know, like licking your lips. All I want to do is like smoke cigarettes. I was like, I feel like I just took way too much Adderall. That's what I felt like. But yeah, never it's again will I do that.
1: <laughs> There's a kid. uh This is a high school story, so bear with me. But he drank like six red bulls and did a couple five hour energies in one night. And it was like, he had alcohol poisoning. He was just puking his guts out all over the place. And just in the fetal position, we didn't call the squad because it was just energy drinks, but you know, heart attack here or there, who cares?
0: Yeah. Everyone said the minor heart palpitations, NBD (laughs) (laughs) spring break, 2010, baby. (laughs) uh Let's
1: hear your tell me more.
0: So my, tell me more, uh, is a classic, uh, clothing brand, uh, Carhartt. I've really gotten on the, I'm just trying to wear warm clothes and stuff. That's not going to fall apart vibe. And
1: Dover, it's sneak, it's <laughs> creeping into your body. You're no, becoming dude. more and more Dover.
0: I don't wear like the fucking full on gear. I'm all about just the low key hoodies, couple hats. Just trying to keep warm. Bright green, and it,
1: maybe some camos. No, no, no yeah.
0: camos. No green. It also just completely gives off the vibe of I don't care and I'm not trying, which I'm big yeah. on. If if you know me, you know I'm huge about yeah. that.
2: So No, yeah, I'm a beanie guy now. I got a Carhartt beanie. Um, I love it. So, yeah, I got a rotation. I got a fishbowl of beanies. Put those through a rotation right now. I'm growing my hair out. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm nice. living that beanie life right now. I actually love it. I can wear a beanie at work. So. Works out. Mean, I don't have to do anything about my hair while it's I've growing. been
0: meaning to bring that up, but this is a good point. Uh, Dan Mulvey yeah. and I are currently in the uh, 2018 No Haircut Challenge. No Haircut Challenge. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. I
0: can't do decided. that shit.
1: My hair grows so fucking weird. Like, the uh, sides of it get really big, and I'm thinning on yeah. top, so it's like, pheh. So, it's
0: so like, re- reverse Kramer? Yes, yeah.
1: reverse Kramer. <laughs> <All>
2: right. <laughs> I think we're both trying to avoid. I, mine definitely did some weird things in high school when we we're growing out. I think we're both trying to avoid our high school hair. Um, oh yeah, so literally. Get a cool grow I'm
0: out. Just yeah. trying as hard as possible not to get a Jupro again. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, 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 bring the Jupro yeah. back. So I need it the, back. The rules are essentially uh, no real haircuts. You can get like your neck shaved, sideburns cut, uh, trimmed. You can get your hair thinned out. Cause that lets us avoid the jufro. because we both had that issue, and you get it like layered to grow out like how it should be. Those are like so essentially, there's no real haircuts. But yeah, uh, last time I had the jufro was actually at your house on Milfest. I forget what year, but uh, my hair got messy and it was literally long, and I just fucking picked it out and I had a jufro. That was the last time I had it.
1: Need it back. I need it back so bad. I need you to yeah. just walk around with a jufro. It's it would be the most incredible so, it's, thing.
0: It's foul so yeah. I'm going I'm, I think Malvin and I are both aiming for like the early, Snow. early season John Snuttle <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. the yeah. part curl you got curl I, I blades, will say no if ball. I ever
1: see you either of you with a man bun, I will not hesitate to cut that shit off especially if it's a really shitty one that just, like, kind of pokes okay. out of your hair.
2: Yeah, but at some point, there's definitely going to have to be hair tie action. Okay, then here's, here's my what, question. Yeah, as long what as, as it's
1: feeling? not, a like, a bun that's pulling your head back and yeah. just, like, fucking bun.
0: Okay, what about the Samurai, though, where it's the half-man bun with the mullet combat? Yeah, no,
1: that's completely okay. fine.
0: I rocked that in high school, Yeah, no, that's, that's when I had my long hair. I'm all about the Samurai. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you—you you're like you're—you uh,
2: have to be like at a certain like body fat and body message to be able to rock the man bun. Like if you're really—if you're for really sure. at that level, of, like six foot and ripped, like that's fine. But mainly because no that,
1: one's gonna fuck with you. Like yeah. I'm not gonna go up to some ripped dude and cut his hair off because then he right. would probably kill me. Yeah,
2: that's true. That's
1: true.
0: All right, Moby, let's hear what you have for your. Tell me more. Yeah, man.
2: Uh, so the Joel McHale show just started on Sunday. That, that actually wasn't that great. Um, I, I think it's going to uh, get better. But he did a promo for it uh, with uh, the guy that plays played Dean on Community and the girl that played Annie on Community. And they referenced six seasons in a movie a little bit. So I I'm I want more of Community. And I really want to see that Community movie happen finally. I mean, we're, we've been waiting so long Basically all the actors, everyone involved saying it's probably gonna happen, but what's going on? When is that coming? I need that.
0: Throwback to Annie Spoobs.
2: That was
0: our that was our Wi Fi name in college.
2: Yeah, that was definitely our senior year. That was our theme.
0: Well yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah. it was my router. We went from uh, it was me, Mark, and Arlen's Wi Fi and then I brought it over to our apartment and it was the same thing. Annie Spoobs forever.
1: Speaking of Big Dick Dixon, how about uh, him? Uh, he has a kid or some shit now.
0: Yeah, he was supposed to come to that reunion I was at, but it never showed. Oh. We'll talk about that after all this. I'll give you guys a rundown and everything. Cool. But I also have to say, tell me more about
2: this podcast. I've been enjoying. I actually I caught up on it before I came on. Been Hell enjoying yeah. it, so uh, I, I'm definitely a fan. Going to be uh, going to be listening from here out, excluding this one. I don't really.
1: <laughs> you don't want to listen know. to yourself. No, you can't not really. Listen.
0: I listened yeah. to our very first one. I was like, I I'm good on ever hearing my voice again. I get yeah. to
1: I get to listen to it all when I uh, edit it, which is which is always oh, fun. Yeah. I do that's the one right. power of that though is if I have a really shitty joke, I can cut it out. So that's fun.
0: <laughs> so yeah, probably all the <laughs> shitty jokes are all mine.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's alright. Uh, All right, so we're going to move on to our next segment, which is a relatively new segment. We uh, premiered it the last episode with uh, Jared Ziski. It's shitty movie reviews. So in this, uh, we're going to pick a shitty movie uh, that none of us have seen. We're going to watch the movie, and then we're going to come back. We're going to tell you the plot of the movie. Um, And we're going to rate it from 1 to 69 dicks of how many dicks it sucked. So this movie is always has a 0% on Rotten Tomato. And we're going to let our guests pick a random year. And then we're going to pick a movie from that year that had 0% on Rotten Tomato and go watch it. So Mulvey, pick a year for us.
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to go with 1992, the year I was born. I feel like they got real weird in the early 90s. And uh, I'm kind of excited to see what happened there.
0: All right, so... From oh, there's only one 92. The only movie is Folks. So, we're gonna take a quick pause and we are going to watch Folks and then we're gonna tell you what it's about and give you a review.
1: all right we are back from watching the movie uh folks from 1992 uh mulvey you want to start us off on that brilliant brilliant movie we just watched
2: yeah so this is an interesting movie uh tom Selleck has has lost his mustache and is uh is on a road trip around the country to find it um meeting a lot of different folks which i believe is where the namesakes come from um and mm-hmm. it's the zany adventures they're in so uh it's very enjoyable
1: Yeah, so he goes around the country, uh, and in order to find his mustache, he has to find people with mustaches to find the ultimate end goal of his mustache. So he's going around just looking for people with mustaches, and naturally, you know, people that just have mustaches, they can either be very cool or weird, creepy porn, like, creeper pervert dudes. So he's going around, traveling across America, finding people with mustaches, and he meets this guy named Jerry.
0: So eventually, Jerry and Tom decide to rent a tour bus. Because what they decide is, hey, what's better than two creepy guys looking for a mustache than as many creepy guys as we can fit on a tour bus looking for mustaches? So what happens is Tom Selleck, Jerry, who's actually played by little-known actor Jerry Seinfeld, uh, little-known fact, he actually couldn't, it was on the trivia section of IMDb, he couldn't grow a mustache the movie so he had to wear a fake mustache the whole time and it's honestly some beautiful beautiful makeup where you can't even tell so we got tom Selleck, jerry seinfeld with a fake mustache they got their tour bus they hit route 66 and from there they meet up with a couple other folks and so yeah so uh so so
2: uh... Tom and Jerry here. Uh, they get a lead that Tom's mustache might be with a lady with a mustache at a circus. Uh, so they start to go around and find different circuses. And I, I'd say this is about the time we find the, the, the probably the most bizarre cinematic decision throughout the movie was uh, the uh, Tom Selleck Jerry Seinfeld sex scene with the lady with the mustache. Uh, I, I, and that Beautiful. Was, that was a, yeah, it was, uh, it, was, uh, it, was a, it was a bizarre decision, but I, I you know. I I gotta say I did enjoy it and it's gonna have to raise my dick rating
1: yeah that uh, that scene is definitely one that uh, I will see in my dreams for a long time Um, but after they uh, ride the mustache lady they continue across the United States in their tour bus um, and they happen to fall into a group of men who all have glasses and mustaches and wear hats really low over their head. And these people really, really, really want to help Tom and they can't figure out why. And when they're in the tour bus going through, all these people want to do is stop at sorority houses and, uh, find the nearest tree and climb up and just kind of, just kind of hang out. And while Jerry and Tom think this is a very, very weird phenomenon, um, they go with it because why not? Uh, if the end goal is to find the mustache and it takes them to uh, the University of Southern California at the end of the trip.
0: So they're at the University of Southern California and they find the sorority house just filled with trees, just surrounded by trees. Imagine a moat of deciduous trees. So all these Unabombers looking motherfuckers with their mustaches and their hats, creepers. They go off in these streets. They appear in the sorority house. They don't see anything. Complete blackout. So they're like, oh shit. Fuck that. We didn't get what we wanted. They get in the tour bus. They go to a local bar. They happen to go to that local bar. And in that bar, there is magically enough instruments for Jerry, Tom, and all of the Mustache Men to play. They all happen to know. So the, they decide to start a band called tom and jerry and the unabombers (laughs) so then the rest of the movie the rest of the hour and 69 minutes this is roughly 69 minutes of this whole movie is tom jerry and the unabombers playing the whole soundtrack for the movie at this campus bar and then it just ends it's and a, I think
2: I think I think the lesson we really learned was that uh, I think Tom found out that his mustache was inside of him all along. Yes. And,
0: yes. Uh, and and I, I, to...
2: and I personally as a viewer felt that like that was true of me by the time I was yeah. watching.
1: <laughs> we you all have a little need... mustache inside of us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. You don't need a mustache on the outside if you got one on the inside to let you play in a band with a bunch of other dudes that look like the Unabomber. Precisely. That's what I took away from it. <laughs> it's the most important lesson you can get.
1: All right, so now we're on to the ratings of the movie. Uh, Mulvey, you want to start? Again, the rating scale is between 1 to 69 dicks of how much it sucked.
2: Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to say um, 47 dicks uh, uh, sucked. Um, you know the, the, I, I think we are getting I think, I think we learned a good moral lesson from it. Um, and I think we had a good road trip movie going on. But the, the detour at the end um, with the band, I think the first uh, first 45 minutes of that was fine. But once we got on to, you know, uh, over an hour, it was, it was a little too much. <laughs> I,
1: I like that rating. I'm going to give it a rating of... Uh... 24 dicks that it sucked um because it had a star-studded cast you know Tom Selleck Jerry Seinfeld um what really threw me off though was uh, Jerry Seinfeld's Russian accent th- throughout the entire movie uh didn't didn't really appreciate that also uh the fact that it was definitely filmed on some like weird Polaroid camcorder um and it just kind of was all over the place they went from trying to find a mustache to peeping on sorority girls to being in a band, so yeah, definitely, definitely worth the zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it definitely sucked twenty-three dicks.
0: I'm gonna give it a uh, sixty-eight dick sucked. Um, one for every mustache in the movie, minus one for. The lack of Tom Selleck's mustache, and the whole last scene where Jerry Seinfeld couldn't keep his fake mustache on, and Tom Selleck had gotten pissed off, so he grew his mustache back, and they just video switched their mouths. So <laughs> when <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld was trying to sing with uh, Tom and Jerry and the Unabombers, and uh, Tom Selleck was just licking his lips playing bass. It really threw everything off because it was Jerry Seinfeld leaning into a microphone just licking his lips while words were coming out. And Tom right. Selleck playing bass with his mouth moving but no mic by him. It really threw me off. Minus that, though, perfect movie. <laughs> I think it deserves way better than a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's so you Wait, opinion. you're 68 dicks positive. Well, I mean... You can do whatever you want on this rating. I I'm Uh, I know that's no for me. I'm saying it's 68. Dick sucked good. Is what I'm saying. Got it. Got it. All right. So that kind of finishes up our official segments, and that brings us to. Our first specific guest segment. So, Malvi, we started this last podcast. What we like to do with our guests on here is we like to have them go into their Twitter drafts and read us just any little tidbit of information they want to share right now that they decided they didn't want to share at the time of typing it up. So let's see what you got, my man. So, yeah, I've heard
2: this before, and I realized I had one draft in my Twitter drafts. Um, And there's a certain amount of pretentious that, that comes out after i censor um and it gets a little worse when i haven't censored myself so uh kind of fits in with just things i would do and so this is something i was thinking about doing which is a book review tweet and i actually wrote a draft read it and decided it couldn't see the light of day but now here it is perfect all right hashtag book review tweet that's what it starts off with <laughs> the peculiar life of a lonely postman by dennis Thoreau. Good story, simple enjoyable prose, unlikable protagonist, mostly enjoyed for its explanation of the haiku and the feature of a kimono. Read this if you want, but buying a kimono is a must. Seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I thoroughly enjoyed that review. Yeah, I actually like mean, kimono. Be, is here. Yeah, as well. mostly because I fucking love kimonos. We you own one? I just got one. I I haven't got one yet. I have is, not got is one. Is there yet. a movie of so this book?
2: um i don't believe so all
1: right then i'm never gonna see it so <laughs> yeah That's
2: okay. it's okay it was it was it was a seattle bookstore original kind of jumped away from my normal normal book reading which is basically just hemingway thompson and steinbeck and read this is really quick
0: so Boo steinbeck That's yeah again uh all i'm gonna say is mommy yeah. is i think you should uh Make your book review tweets a regular thing. That was a great tweet. That was
1: quality. It was. You you don't know how many people I hear, like, anybody getting good book recommendations? Then you can just go over to Mulvey's Twitter and find a book.
0: I I, I might tweet that. I have never read that book, but given your review, I would be like... I can now make a fair assessment on this book. And I probably yeah. still want to read it cuz I don't read books anymore. Yeah, if like, if they ever
1: turned uh, it into a movie, I would definitely go see that movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kimono, I that's the thing I think in a review of something inherently boring for most people, I'm not saying books are always boring, but to most people, books are inherently boring. You gotta throw in that little bit of curveball. Whatever the edges of that book, the kimono—that really, that's a cliffhanger. I gotta find out why there's a kimono involved in that book now.
2: Well, I appreciate that. We've kind of turned this this uh, from Twitter drafts into into kind of editing editing Twitter tweets to see if they should be sent out. I kind of like that,
0: and I think was, I think it's I think it's perfect. I think you should fully... Yeah. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a. We're gonna do a three-person vote from now on, and we're gonna if say. If they should actually tweet it. Yeah. So always they're gonna have to tweet it because we're gonna say yes. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so two yeses, alright. So it kind of has to. I like that. Yep.
0: Yeah, that, that was a that was a great fucking uh, tweet, movie. I actually really enjoyed that. So right, besides but... reading, Seattle bookstore originals and writing tweet, Twitter drafts about them and wearing your fucking awesome kimono I can see hanging bus. Hi, Andrew. What the fuck else are you up to these days, Moby? So, man,
2: traveling around with, uh, we like to call ourselves the Mulvey Operating Company, uh, doing this restaurant thing, uh, marketing director for 75 McAllister Delis. And then I just operate and manage one store on a daily basis for right now called Juice Press in Seattle. So, it's been interesting. Uh, worked a little bit with Russell Wilson. Um, so, and he's actually going to be coming into the store on Friday at sometime for this cool event, big event. So, that's sweet. Uh, but, yeah, so traveling around. Can, think, can you ask can, can, yeah.
1: can you ask him if Sierra has a dick?
2: Because <laughs> uh, that was yeah, a rumor I look,
1: I for can. a while.
2: <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's I, a, I had not
0: heard that. Yeah, there was no, a rumor
1: it, back in like the early 2000s that she had a dick.
0: No, it was like late 2000s, like 2008,
1: 2007
0: Was it, because that late? it was okay. Yeah, cuz it was uh it was just too late to be like that the internet doesn't exist this should be a rumor like the Marilyn Manson ribs taken out dick something yeah. that somehow everyone in middle school heard about right but the internet wasn't like a real popular thing like and that was the same thing with the Sierra thing but yeah right. it's uh that it's seems really to be popular with
1: Lady too right yeah uh, and uh, also the chick from Brazil
0: I thought Shakira. it was Shakira too as well
1: Shakira I'm, yeah, I'm probably all I of
0: think every everyone has a penis everyone yeah. has a vagina inside the womb that's that's to be like that's to be like the new
2: rule 34 is like uh it's like rule 35 it, it, if you're famous if you're a famous woman at some point someone has theorized that you have a penis
0: oh yeah for sure for
2: sure
1: all right i didn't mean to cut you off so keep going with the uh russell wilson thing which is fucking dope by the
2: way no that's it he's talking about friday juice press university village uh What's your so guys yeah. event? Uh, it's it's a uh, grand opening sort of event. Uh, we've been open three months, but we're uh, really pushing out the public with Russell. Um, so, yeah, it's 50% off all day, which is pretty big. Oh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, but otherwise, um, I th- our contract is up for this in the spring, and I'm considering maybe making my return back to Ohio, to Columbus. Do uh, it. And so I would like to shout out, I think we should make this a big homecoming. I'm going to be in Ohio. Oh, yeah. It's exactly you know I'm all about that and I, uh, Our class so we gotta get some Airbnbs I'm I'm, I'm calling everyone To go to this homecoming uh, Cause I, I, I want it to be big
0: Hell yeah Do a r- rogues coming round 2 Sorry Do a rogues coming round 2 Exactly Fuck yeah
1: all right. Well, that's that's fucking awesome, dude. But uh, that is it for this week's podcast.
0: Hey, I have some more questions. Oh, are we
1: still going? Okay, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I jumped the gun. I'll edit that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll no, get no, that no. in post.
0: I, I want to know, Mulvey, how does a, a Dan Mulvey fit into Seattle? Like, what? Because I feel like Seattle is a very interesting place, mm. and you're a very interesting person. I wanna see how Dan Malvey and Seattle meshes. Cause I got a picture of it in my mind and I wanna see if that's what what we got. Yeah, so uh, uh,
2: uh, Alex once always likes to talk about how I go through different phases. So I'd say Seattle's brought me into my more outdoorsy phase. Um, okay. So so that that's really where it goes. Like, you know, I try and get out on hikes, I try and get walks. I don't don't go to bars much or anything, and been eating like a lot of vegan food because Press is actually vegan. I don't I'm not completely vegan. So it's been that kind of life, that like health conscious uh, deal, which has been interesting. Uh, doing things like poetry reading, so. Uh, which actually really fits in with Seattle, so it's been it's been fun to kind of explore that the different so side.
0: You're like, oh, sorry to interrupt you, Lou, but you're like in your uh, Tyler Beckwith Snapchat and Malvi in college wanting to go to Donkey every night combo. That's like the yeah. combo you're at right now. Yeah, yeah, that's it. The out the outdoorsy poetry jam. I can respect that. Yeah, yeah when it that, comes when it comes spells. to the
1: the poetry shops and the poetry slams, how often do the people just come off as like super pretentious?
2: Oh, um, yeah, I don't know about pretentious. I think you get annoyed with some things that are people saying, and then like a lot of people, I don't know. It, it's definitely comes. It's, I wouldn't call it pretentious, like definitely like overly like that liberal, like victim vibe happens a lot. Yeah. Um, I'd say, I'd say that's, what's more annoying than anything, but then there's just some just super talented. Yeah. Um, well, even using even in that realm, they they use that form really well. So it's it's uh, it's a mix. There's always really some entertainment though. Have you ever yeah.
1: been at one where like they get into like a poetry fight or something like that? Like two of the artists just don't like each other and they just start making fun of each other.
2: No, but I'd love to see that. And I um, that would be I was incredible. tempted. I was tempted to write a poem about, I actually did write it about my shut the fuck up topic and do that. So it would basically become that with me and MX We, but uh, I don't know if I have the balls to do that.
0: Um, Do you remember that like two weeks in college where we decided we were going to go to Donkey every night and do homework and then uh, we never did homework again?
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we would go there for way too long. Yeah, and then we'd we yeah we'd always end up seeing the poetry thing because we'd go on yeah. Tuesday the whole time.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, definitely interesting. Those are
2: interesting. Yeah, I actually fucking... kind of missed that one. It was like an open forum. It was cool.
0: Yeah, it was whatever for me. I enjoyed because right. there were some people that were honestly like their stuff was... It's it's hard to define like for me to like say poetry good or bad. I would say like there were some people whose stuff was like ah i'd be okay if i never heard that again and then there was some people's <laughs> stuff that was like oh that makes you think like i guess that's how i look at that like i'm not like like it's hard for me to judge poetry like you judge like music or anything like that like same thing with art like some people dig it some people don't it gives you like a weird right. internal feeling doesn't like it's whatever Yeah, I definitely
2: there's a line there. There's there's definitely really bad poetry. But then there's there. Once you do cross that line, it is hard to tell whether it's for you or not. Um, And that's just kind of what it is.
1: I would love to get into the poetry scene. Is that something that you've been thinking about? Is that just like a place you stumbled upon? You're like, oh, this is pretty dope.
2: Well, yeah, I've always done a lot of different writing. I've always wrote some poetry, so I'm always open to that. And actually, a guy I I hired at work actually invited me, uh, and so I ended up going with him. Um, So then started to go from there. Yeah, he's like the real hippie vegan type. He actually only eats raw, which means none of his food goes above like a certain amount of degrees, which is like insane. That is his most insane diet. Yeah, he's like he's definitely at that level of like hippie. It's it's. It's cool sometimes, but then, like, it's, it's interesting. Do people still yeah.
1: know you as Girth Brooks?
2: <laughs> no, the, the, that, <laughs> that name has that name died in, in, until it. now. It's just reborn. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, not enough crossover uh, of groups. But, uh, that's, is, yeah. that's,
1: those are the kind of names that come from living in a fraternity house because yes. when you're just bored and everybody just starts talking mm-hmm. and those subjects come up, but...
2: See, actually, okay. yeah, yeah. Actually, Brett Brett came with that name. So uh, did rest he really? In yeah,
1: I forgot about that. Oh, R. I. P. Baby Carrot.
0: Fucking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I was gonna say Mulvey. Uh, little secret between us. Um Mulvey and I are actually writing a movie together.
2: Um, yeah, we suck. Yeah.
0: Came up and with a plot point.
2: Not call me Mulvey and spell it like movie. Uh, if we're gonna do this.
0: No, yeah, yeah, no. So I accidentally, I accidentally tweeted, not tweeted. I texted Malvi, but it was when I got my new phone and I still wasn't used to texting on it. So I, t- I texted him. I said, uh, "Let me go back and find it real quick." Yeah, pull it up. I essentially said, uh, "Want to help me write a M O apostrophe V-E then I said movie I said also you should start spelling your last name M-O-L apostrophe V-E because it's Molvay.
2: <laughs>
1: fancy yeah I think he should start spelling his name G-I-R-T-H-B-R-O-O-K-S. But that's that's just one man's opinion.
2: Okay. That, I, that, would, that would be ballsy if I changed
0: my Twitter name to that. Yeah, that, that would be fantastic. You could not change your handle, but change like your actual name of yeah. top to that. Yeah. Right. See, that's the one thing that sucks about having a first name that is essentially already either a last name or a nickname. I never got any fun fucking nicknames in college. It's always just... Hunter. They, everyone just takes the yeah. T out of my name, and that's Cause it. Because your, your name's
1: already a nickname.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's an yeah. it, the ER. It's already um, as close enough to not a real name as you can get. So it's like right. just Hunter. Right. Yeah.
2: I don't want to totally skip past this movie though. I think it's gonna be really good. I think Hunter came up with an awesome pitch. So far, my contribution is just saying, "Hey, I really like that plot." Re-explaining the plot to him and telling him to write it. But I think that is an essential
0: an essential is, part. Is we it's the movie there. about but Tom Selleck
1: losing his mustache and traveling
2: across the
0: U.S.? that has already been made. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Shit. Exclamation yeah. point. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Uh, no. So. Uh, Actually, we'll wait to share it, but Mulvey and I, at some point, he'll be back on once we get right a little bit of it, and we'll do a, we'll do a reading from it to share. But uh, short term, it's a one-hour photo, uh, American Psycho, Nightcrawler vibe, and it's called yep. The Temp. Yep.
2: That's going to be great. I Right too.
0: A temporary worker at somewhere who's been hired.
1: All and right. Uh, Hunter, we got any more questions? On your no, own.
0: that's it. I'm out.
1: Alright, well in that case uh, that's officially it for this week. Uh, thanks for listening and coming under the bridge with us. Um, we'll be back next week to brace your ears. Um,
0: with some new intro and extra. Music, yeah, we're, outro we're getting some music person, personalized
1: of, music because we've to copy
0: <laughs> We're going to try to have on the pod actually to talk about it. Yeah. So, and yeah.
1: hopefully, hopefully, uh, by next week, we'll be on the iTunes because apparently it's a lot easier to get on there than I thought it was. So, yeah. And uh, as always, hit us up on the Twitterverse at utbpod. Uh, give us, you know, if you have any questions or anything that you want us to uh, discuss on the pod, if you have any arguments that you need settled, uh, hit us up and. Once again, thanks for listening.